Blog Talk Radio. Reality Radio Entertainment presents Behind the Curtain with your hosts, Jane Harris and Kathy Barrett. Hello, everybody. I'm Kathy Barrett. And I'm Jane Harris. And thank you so much for tuning in. This is Behind the Curtain. It's a show about how we navigate down that not-so-yellow brick road of life. And life is something you definitely shouldn't have to do alone. So we invite you to spend the next 30 minutes with us while we reveal what's behind the curtain. And today's show is In Us We Trust. And we are pulling back the curtain on talking about intuition today. You know those unexplainable feelings that come out of nowhere? And, you know, quite frankly, this is the kind of subject matter that people tend to shy away from discussing because, like, society tends to judge it as airy-fairy or inappropriate or you can't Mm -hmm. prove those things. I I have two words for for the world out there today. (laughs) And this is also... (laughs) This is part of my, what is it, the bitch of the week? It's yeah. like, I have two words. It's Anthony Weiner. <laughs> if he had listened, <laughs> if he had listened, Queenie, to his intuition, he would not be in all the trouble he's in right now, okay? <laughs> it's it's true. It's hard for but me to that. But, but, darling, that's assuming that he did have intuition. Do you think, I think he, he was more in touch with his below the, above, below the belt, yeah. <laughs> Intuition versus an above the belt. <laughs> well, I I agree with you to a certain degree, but I know that he has. We all have intuition. It's a gift. So it's very hard for me to believe that Anthony Weiner did not hear a little boy say, "Not a good idea, Tony. You never send a picture of your wiener around unsolicited to people." Okay, but there has but to be a boy of- there. <laughs> But then maybe that was part of the excitement for him, though. Well, I don't, I don't think so. I see because I know when my intuition comes up, if I have other things clouding it, and in his case, too much testosterone, something was clouding his intuition, preventing him from hearing it. Okay, because it just, you know, I listen, Jane. I'm a writer, I'm a screenwriter, I can't even send around a script unsolicited, all right, for crying out loud. So, it's you know, I know that he had to be hearing a little voice say to him, no, Tony, no, Tony, just because your name is Wiener doesn't give you license to show your Wiener. It's just, it didn't happen, all right? So there's nothing airy-fairy about intuition. It's a gift, we all have it, but most of us don't know how to use it, and that's... That's exactly or we ignore it, or we today. ignore it like he did. Or we ignore it, yeah. Mm. We ignore it, or something clouds our judgment. So I hope, Mr. Weiner, I'm appealing to you today, if you're out there listening, to tune in, because I really think we can help him. And our special guest is world-renowned spiritual teacher, medium, psychic, and healer, Adam Bernstein. Uh, excuse me, Adam Bernstein. I have worked with Adam personally, and I can tell you that I am humbled by his extraordinary gift. He is really, really something special, and I'm so grateful to have him here today. Mm, 
Oh, God, yes. And uh, we're going to bring him on. And uh, But everyone out there, join our party and call in with a question or a comment or whatever. We'd just love to hear from you, and I'm sure Adam would too. And that number is 714-409-0539. Okay, should we bring Adam on? Yay! Uh, sure. Let's, let's bring Adam on. Hi, I'm Are here. I'm Hi, here. Adam. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Oh, thank you for having me. And we were going to reveal, you know, both Jane and I, you know, we were kind of like really meditating and resonating on the show topic all week. And, uh, you know, to to go back and really kind of look at our own lives and see when we began to learn about our intuition and then, you know, really start to believe it and listen to it and so on and so forth. So we were going to share a little bit about that. Did you want to share yours, Jane? Yeah, so, um, God, I, I sort of struggle with this a little bit because I did want to ask you a question of, of what that would be for me. And I remember a number of years ago I was um, going like on, it was called the sixth day. It was like an outward bound kind of course um, where, but one day was just the ropes, you, were, you know, it was kind of to get past your fear or to feel your fear and do it anyway. And I'm just terrified of heights. And it was just very tall stuff that you had to either rappel down or jump off or whatever it was. It was just the whole thing. And I had to buy rappelling gloves. And I showed them, first of all, to a co-worker of mine. And as soon as she saw the gloves, she went, oh, my God, I've got an awful feeling something bad is going to happen to you. She said, I don't think you should go. Then I was talking to my father about it. He said, look, I don't think, you know, you're going to die anything. But he said, I really don't think you should go. He said, I've got a really bad feeling. Something awful is going to happen to you. So I went, oh, my God. You know, and I just went. I, I still had, you know, this really strong pull to go and that this was the right thing to do, even though these people were telling me I shouldn't go and, you know, something bad is going to happen to me. And... uh so that's that's my story, and I did go, and it was the most incredible uh, experience of my life. And, in fact, I shared at the end of the course, not only did I come with my own fear, but I came with other people's fear as well and broke through all of that. So what do you think, Adam? <laughs> oh, that's very interesting. And, uh, yes, uh, you know, I was cracking up here before when you were talking about Anthony Weiner and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You know, I have to say that's a prime example of how strong emotions can block yeah. your intuition and expectations and, and to get to your intuitive voice, which is basically your own personal spirit or your spirit voice, how important it is to actually quiet your mind and get past that point of fearfulness or anticipation. So, uh and other people will project their their fears and emotions onto you, and we're we're all connected. We're all one, so we're all uh, affected by one another. So, uh, you know, congratulations, good for you for not listening to the fears of others and following your own inner voice. And uh, when that happens, you're always rewarded. Things always fall into place, and you're always uh, getting what what you're meant to get out of the experience. So. Uh, well, how was there, but, but just say there, so intuition isn't about fear then. Is that what I'm hearing you say? So if they were fearful, 
like this woman says, "Oh God, I can, I, you know, got a horrible feeling something's going to ha- happen to you." Was that her intuition or or not? Then how do you? No, kind actually, of- fear can be like the counter to intuition. Basically, intuition, oh. the way that I understand it, is how our spirit or, or our our true divine authentic selves gives us information, and when we're connected with joy, when we're connected with love, this is the vibration that spirit. Uh, works on and, and it's the uh, energy of spirit itself so when you're in fear basically you're actually placing yourself out of your spirit or out of your intuition so uh, fear actually works against intuition it's not works for it and when when you're in that that place of divine love and divine joy and you're getting a message like you know don't do this something may go wrong or something may happen it's not like you're getting it as a fearful response you're just getting it as like Oh wow, that's a message, uh, and I should listen to it. But I'm not in in a state of, of panic over it. I don't know if, if that explains the difference to you or not. Yeah, no, no, it, no it, I, it really yeah, go does. ahead. It really does. No, it really yeah, does because I liked what you said about you know when someone can project their fears upon you, it's because we're all connected. And, um, you know, just briefly, I think the turning point for me was about eight years ago, and I had a really, really bad feeling about one of my brothers that just persisted all day long. And after I, you know, tried to reach him, and I couldn't, it it just kept getting worse and worse, and finally I decided, you know, to go to his apartment and just, you know, I don't know, I just felt that I had to somehow reach him. And my husband was like, you're not acting rational. You know, this is crazy. It's it's nighttime. You know, he'll be fine. And, you know, bad news travels fast. You'll hear about it. I said, no. I, something is just undeniable, undeniable for me. Mm-hmm. And so he walked me to my brother's apartment. And just as we arrived in front of the building, my brother steps out of the door, which was like, how bizarre is that? And I, I took one look at him, and I could see that he wasn't okay. And then, you know, he was shocked to see me, of course, and he he was like, why did you come here tonight? How did you know? And I said, you know, I just could feel so strongly that he needed me and that I was supposed to be there, and I trusted, you know, in it. And, you know, he was in a position where he was was fear, he was living in fear at that point because he had to make a lot of difficult choices for himself. And so, you know, when you're carrying that kind of weight upon your shoulders and, you know, you're in that confused state and and most of the time people are in a kind of downward spiral once you get trapped in that. So, you know, because I trusted myself, I was able to go there and, you know, kind of be with him and, and talk him into getting some professional help. And a friend of mine, you know, did kind of help him the next day. And that was like the turning point for me because I said, my God, if I had not trusted myself in those feelings, you know, I mean, I don't even want to think of what could have, could have happened at the time. But what gives it so much significance was that, you know, my brother's no longer with us now. And so when I think about that or feel, you know, sad about it, I kind of hold on to that moment when I trusted my instincts as a point of, of happiness and and something, you know, quite beautiful because it provided me with such an irreplaceable gift of, of time and connection, you know, to him. So Right. 
So good for you. Congratulations on, on listening to your intuition and helping him. And as you were talking, I was picking up that your brother was in spirit because I was thinking about my brother, who's also passed on. And uh, my last words to him were, uh, whatever, whatever you do, be careful driving. And then he passed about a week later in an auto accident on a trip down to Graceland. So mm, wow. it's basically the only difference between somebody like me who who uses my intuition professionally and everybody else is that I've learned to trust. Like I've learned to listen and I've learned to trust in that voice. And I've learned to differentiate the, the true voice of spirit versus my subconscious chatter or my inner dialogue voice. Uh, and that's really, and- you know, once you learn how to differentiate the two and, and, and train and develop in in terms of making your intuition stronger and listening and connecting with it, then uh, your guides, your angels, and your own spirit, and, of course, the divine spirit, uh, Mother, Father, God, will guide you. They they want to guide you, and they want to help you, and help you to uh, develop your consciousness, help you to grow, help to do your part to make this planet a better place. Uh, so um, it's all good. It is It is all good. And when did you realize that you had these gifts, Adam? I mean, how well, did you, you know, learn I, how I, I think I've known all along. I, I was not raised in a household that was uh, conducive to exploring my psychic gifts as a child. In, in fact, it was actually very difficult growing up as a result of that. And uh, and I think I, I grew up, especially as I was an older child and a teenager, in complete denial. Um, although any time something came on TV, there was like a like a real witch or a psychic was coming on, I was, like, really fascinated, and I, I had to watch. Uh, and I could always forecast the weather. That was, like, one of the quirky psychic things that I always maintained throughout my childhood, even though my connection with spirits and the other side had diminished, uh, that I had blocked it. Uh, somebody asked me what the weather was going to do in a given day. I could close my eyes, connect with the weather, ask about that day and, and, and feel or, or see the weather conditions. And my parents swore, swore I was never wrong about that. But it was actually in college when I started studying a very esoteric form of the martial arts that I started to reconnect with my intuition by doing the exercises and the forms and practicing. Within about six months, I started to see energy fields and auras. I started to be able to pick up on what people were thinking or feeling around me. And uh, that was like the beginning of of the fascination, the divine obsession of developing my psychic abilities. And, you know, that's about 30 years ago or more than 30 years ago. So anyways, that that's that was the, the, the beginning of the rediscovery. Mm. Well, that's, 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 a, that's some story. But I, I have worked with you and... Um, I think that we worked together uh, twice, and it's just it's just unbelievable how perceptive you are. I mean, you were picking oh, up you. things that not only I knew, you know, and, and especially in combination with my brother who's passed on, um, you know, you would just, t- you know, share things with me that were like, wait a minute, the, the only person that could know that is me, because when I'm doing that or feeling that, I'm alone in thought. And, ah, but you're so not that alone. Is, that is, <laughs> Not alone, exactly. 
exactly. Mm. Your brother knows that, and as a as a spirit medium, they're they're able to connect with my vibration and energy, and uh, give me energy or messages in a way that I can then translate in, into a message for you also. So they yes. see what happens, your spirit guides, your angels, your loved ones that have crossed over. They make a point when I do my sessions and when other mediums work also to let you know that, no, you're not alone. We are still with you in energy. Our, our bodies have have passed on, but our, our spirit is still very much alive and very much with you. And uh, it's that's empowering to know in a lot of ways. Um, first and foremost, you can know that there really is no death, so there's no reason to fear dying because you're not going to die. And when you, you lose the fear of dying, you also lose the fear of living. So it it can be a really, really empowering thing. So there's a medium. I like to open that door or reopen that door for my clients and then hope that they carry that knowledge further and start really including their loved ones on the other side as part of their lives and start talking to them and getting advice from them and really connecting and interacting with them in that way. And if that happens, I feel like I've done my job. Mm. And you do it very, very well. Uh, Jane, I see we have another caller. Should we bring them on? Well, they don't have their hand up, so I'm wondering if they... Want to? <laughs> I can try. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. They have their hand up. Okay. Yeah. Hello. No, it's no, just they, muted they, now. They, they have to press one to talk to the host. So if they haven't pressed I one, okay. then they're just okay. kind of listening on the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to be incognito. Okay, any, just... any intuition, Adam, to who that caller may be? <laughs> I really, no, but I have a feeling it's somebody that I know. <laughs> Yes, it, it's in your area code. <laughs> it is, yeah, good. I have a feeling it's one of my people. Yeah. Adam, very good. <laughs> so, how, um, Adam, how do you... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Queen. No, no, no. Go ahead, Kathy. Go ahead. No, no, no. No, go ahead. Because really, I... I uh, no, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> You're my queen. <laughs> um I know, I was just wondering, how do you, um, do you work with people so they can distinguish between, the way you talked, I assume you did, between their kind of, you know, conscious chatter to their intuition? How do you how do you actually work with someone so they can kind of distinguish between the two? Yes, good question. And yes, I do teach others. I had a, a, an amazing circle in uh, Woodstock, uh, New York last night, as a matter of fact, I have a meetup group there and I do classes and uh you know I, there's a, a couple of different methodologies that I use um you know, specific exercises of how to get in touch with your own spirit with your intuition and with with other energies that are working with you but if I just say that there's like one thing that I could pass on to people that really want to develop their their intuition it's to meditate and to develop a meditation practice to be uh, dedicated to your practice. And by by the very process of meditation, you're quieting your mind. You're quieting that, that mental chatter. Mm. And the voice of spirit is a lot more subtle than your own mental voice. That you've, As soon as you've started to learn how to talk, you've trained yourself or been trained by others, from the moment that you wake up to the moment you go to bed to have an ongoing internal dialogue in your mind, and uh, 
that tends to keep you in a personal mind loop and it tends to cut off the the uh, messages that are coming in from spirit so if you're able to quiet that through meditation practice that is going to allow you to start connecting to spirit and start connecting to your intuition and then there's, there's special techniques and exercises on top of that that I can show people but that is the main thing and that that's why every spiritual path on the planet why meditation is the uh, foundation of, of virtually all spiritual practice, including Christianity, even where they'll say, let's have a moment of silence so we can just sort of tune in or, 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 or pray where you're more expressing the spirit. That's sort of like the the, the uh, projection part of meditation where you're uh, asking the God or the spirit that works through you to help you to create something in your life or in the life of, of a loved one or, or in the planet, for that matter. Mm. Well, I, I mean, I am... Go I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, okay. I was, I was going to... On the subject, I am expanding my meditation practice every day. But, you know, and and, and you're absolutely correct in that, and I do feel that I'm, you know, my intuition ability is getting stronger and stronger, but there's still this biatch inside of me, Adam, that <laughs> that <laughs> negative voice <laughs> that mm-hmm. tortures me, you know, so... so <laughs> it, it, and it tortures me sometimes, biatch. too. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's the same voice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So is there any way to, you know, put, put the kibosh on her or she's just going to be my nemesis for all eternity? You can look at her maybe as your teacher to sort of put a positive spin on it um, and, and understanding that, that, you know, that voice can be the voice like of your own doubt, of your own fear. It may be your mom's voice or your grandmother's voice sort of working through you, you know, whoever was a bit of a doubter or, or a worry ward in your life. Um, and these are all, you know, part of our conditioning, part of the, the many layers of, of conditioning of energy that we carry with us. Um, you know, I can go on and on about that, but the way to work through that is to simply to keep meditating and to keep listening and to keep strengthening that bond with your intuition and with your spirit. And, uh, you know, by doing that, that other voice or voices will start to diminish over time. And yeah, they may get louder first, but then they'll start to diminish over time. And, uh, you know, it's, it's all a process, and we're all, all evolving and growing. And, uh, you know, I've been doing this for years now. I've been doing readings professionally for about 15 years, and... Uh, I'll still experience the doubts. You know, it'll still come up, but uh, the thing to remember is that that's just part of our our human nature. Um, It's part of, they want to use the word lineage, but it's part of our our, our human nature as far as being able to function on on an earth level that we have to be able to discern, we have to be able to to consciously... um, you know right from wrong or know you know how how to uh you know deal with the uh the the ins and outs of day to day life and everything but uh but once you're able to get past that and beyond that your your spirit self or your intuitive self draws on tons and tons more information in your conscious self and uh mm-hmm. you'll be able to let that go also and 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 connect 
completely your spirit. So the the, the message behind all, all that is, is to keep meditating, to keep trusting, mm-hmm. um, right. and by doing that, you'll you'll learn more and more the difference between what's pure spirit, what's authentic, versus what's uh, subconscious stuff coming up, uh, fears, things that 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 that, that, that Bring up from the illusion of separation from spirit, and it takes time. It takes practice because the voices are very similar. They, they can still feel like your own mental voice or your own impressions. So, uh, you know, that's why you, you keep meditating, keep practicing, and, and also journaling things that you meditate and, and the processes that happen in your life tend to help also because you'll learn the difference. And what and comes also, through from spirit. In, I was going to say, what comes no, through from spirit tends to come through uh-huh. in a vibration of joy and a vibration of love. And what comes through from your personal mind tends to come through in a vibration of doubt or fear or worry oh, or illusion of separation. Thing. So that's really how you mm. can separate basically what you're feeling as you're getting the messages. That's so a great your heart, If your heart and intentions are in alignment, right? It, you know, because children kind of are very pure that path. way. All. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just get that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just want to quickly Adam get that. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm keep cutting. No, you what off. did you? I know. I just want to quickly because we don't have a lot of time left. But you know, I have struggled meditating every day, and I think that a lot of people, maybe in the Western culture, do. Yes, and I'm okay when I go to a retreat, and I think to myself, "Oh, I'm gonna. This is so great. I'm gonna." But as soon as I get back into my life, is there anything you could kind of leave us with, or the listeners with, of something the quick way of starting meditation? I mean, is, is five minutes a day good? I mean, can you start off Absolutely. with that? Absolutely, you can start off with even less. I mean, there, there's a lot of potential obstacles that come in the, in the meditator's path. Um, and that's basically the Western mind, how we're conditioned. Um, some people will, will routinely fall asleep. Some people will get very fidgety and anxious. Some people just can't stop their thoughts. And uh, one of the w- ways to overcome that, I mean, firstly, w- as you keep meditating, you'll keep, you will overcome that eventually. But uh, one of the things I'll recommend to people is just uh, start off with maybe two or three minutes. And then when you can really sit down and really stay in that that state where I'm focusing on my breathing or I'm aware of my breath, I'm aware of the present moment, I'm not thinking, I'm just experiencing and and I'm I'm in my breathing. When you can do that, you know, comfortably for a couple of minutes and increase another minute and keep doing it that way, this is one way that you can do that. And uh, understand it's a process, it's a path. It's a practice. There's things that, that will come up as you're... In that process. Thank you, Adam. Well, we're listening to. I'm sorry, Queenie. We're listening to Adam Bernstein. Uh, you can find out more information about Adam because he he does personal readings. As he as he mentioned, he's a spiritual teacher. He does classes not just in the Woodstock area, but um, all over the state. Right, Adam? You travel all about. Yeah, and in New England, and we're working on expanding that to you know other parts of the country, and eventually internationally also. And uh, you can find out more information about him by going to betweentheworldsadam.com. We have the information uh, up on 
our show website as well. And I can't believe that we have two minutes remaining, and I wanted to also mention that you have a children's book coming out because you're basically one of your your passions is, is um, kind of getting to children. With yeah. Teaching them about well, quickly, itself. I just wanted uh-huh. to relate to listeners that, I'm getting actually a new website, so you may have problems getting into that one, but you can always email me at adambtw, that's A-D-A-M-B-T-W at AOL.com. And, yeah, children are our future. They're our, our, we're in, in amidst these amazing transitions on our planet. Uh, some people call it the earth changes. And there are some amazing advanced souls coming in the bodies of children right now. And I kind of been directed by spirit to make that the focus of my work in the next several years is to help children to understand that they're very intuitive, they're very spiritual, and they can develop that to enhance their lives and to enrich, actually enrich their parents' lives as well. So yes, that's I, become I would, a major work mm-hmm. and I'm hoping this book will be out sometime early in 2012. That's really excellent. And we, we you know, share a passion in that. I think we mentioned when we we talk to each other yes. that I have that same uh, basic uh, passion to do with children and teach them meditation from early age. Um, but I awesome. want to thank you. Will you come back on the program? We would love to have you back. We feel like absolutely. We didn't I had fun today. Okay, yeah. wonderful. wonderful. Thank you, Adam. Thank you so thank so, you much, so really. much. Or thank you so much for having me. No, you're an amazing person and spirit, and uh, we want to thank Adam Bernstein again. Um, His website, uh, betweentheworldsadam.com, if you're having difficulty, you can email him at adambtw at aol.com, and uh, we would love to have you back, so I'll call you about and make a schedule for you to do that. And um, maybe next time, would you take some readings over the phone? I think that would be extraordinary. Sure, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, That'd be fun. fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. So thank you, Adam. You're welcome. And thank we'll, you. We'll see you next time. Thank okay, you. Okay, Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. So... Anyway, next week, folks, uh, we hope you will tune in because Jane Harris, our wonderful, my wonderful co-host, will be here to speak uh, to us about relationships next week. And Yay. this is a wonderful opportunity Yay. Yay. for you to call in and get help with any relationship issues you may have. Fantastic. Okay. Take it to the queen. Take it to the queen. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. I so think if you um, missed us, huh? Uh, if you missed us, uh, go to blogtalkradio.com uh, slash behind the curtain and listen to the show in archives. Tell your friends. Tune in every Tuesday at noon, and um, even if you don't like us or you don't like them, tell them to tune in every Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> and uh, don't forget, we're on Facebook. So um, on behind the curtain, please. Uh, did you mention that, Kathy? Am I repeating? Uh, maybe I'm repeating. Oh, anyway. that's okay. We, you know, we all. We all yes. Know we're, okay. We're, each of us are a little senile in our own way. Yes. But, um, okay. We both thought. But anyway, remember, life is something you don't want to have to do alone. And yeah. uh, it's been our pleasure to be with you today. I'm Kathy. And I'm Jane. And, and we're signing uh, off, off from behind, behind the curtain. The curtain. Yay! Yes, indeedy. Bye. Bye.